Welcome to Black Girl Say Something, where this black girl has something to say. And I know this episode came a little later than expected, um, but either way, here is your Friday dose of Black Girl Say Something, of course, on a Saturday. Well, I've been, I'm not going to say I've been going through a lot, but I am in this space where I'm in the continuation of setting the boundaries that I've created um, letting it be known who I am in my in my own right, and just really keeping myself away from taking on more of people's burdens than I actually really want to. Um, and by doing that, I'm putting myself first. And I saw this post, um, and I'm also reading this book. It's like a book of poetry. And it has said, before I get into the post, this book of poetry, there's a page that says, promise me this. Never let anyone shame you for choosing yourself. And so that's where I'm at. I'm just choosing me. I'm going to choose me every time. If it means choosing between um, helping someone out of a situation they put themselves in and saving myself, I'm going to save myself. If it means doing, coming up with a solution to a problem that I know logically that I can solve, I'm going to choose myself. So it's really about not going or not putting my two cents in, keeping my two cents. For every time that I thought, let me put my two cents into this because I can fix it, I now have a whole bunch of two cents that I have saved and that I have implemented into my own life. And so in doing that, I found it to be very beneficial that we can't want more for people than they want for themselves. I can't make you see that you need to be parented by your own parent. I can't make you see that you need to be healed in a way that I can't help you heal. I can't make you see that I can't be beneficial to your healing process and to your growth. Because at the end of the day, we all have our own journey that we have to create. And I think when we get to a space, and especially for me, I got to a space where I realized I don't want to be a part of certain people's healing journey. I don't want certain people a part of my healing journey. I don't want people to know you know, what's going to happen in the next phase of my divorce. I don't want people to know when the next time I'm going to, you know, go to court or what does that look like or what am I asking for out of this divorce? You get what I'm saying? And so it's really, really, it has really been beneficial to me to just recognize, hey, this is not your battle to fight. And I have my own battles to fight and I barely want to fight those. And so I'm sitting back and I'm observing and I'm allowing myself the mental headspace and the capacity to realize there's people that come around me and I get it. I'm a vibe. I'm cool. I'm 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 the person that can, you know, speak life into your situation. I'm the person that will pray with you. I'm the person who will, you know, let you know if you're right, let you know if you're wrong. I'm even the person who will come up with some solutions for you. But what I'm no longer is the person who's going to who's going to spearhead or take charge or leadership over your situation. I am mm-hmm. now and people are not used to me being this person, but I am now the person who's going to rally up the troops. I'm going to call for help each and every time. I'm going to ask for help out of your situation. I'm going to help find people who can help me help you out of your situation and I'm going to step out of it. I'm going to tag somebody else in now. And so this post that I saw on Instagram posted by a good friend of mine, it says, don't be so hard on yourself. 
You were only supposed to climb those mountains, not carry them. The best thing you can do for yourself right now is grow into a better person. Let go of the attachment. Keep the lesson it taught you and take time to make your soul happy. And I think, you know, I'm just observing a a situation that is not my own right now. And I'm just like, you know what it is? This person has never been told ever in life. And mind you, this person is older than me. They've never been told ever in life that things actually can be easy. And it's only over the last couple of years that I've come to realize that things can be easy. When I started to reach out to people and ask for help, when I started to let people know what I was going through, when I started to command the things that I want through prayer and through affirmations and through meditating, when I started to command those things, I started to get those things because I now realize that they can be easy. When I stepped back and said, you know what, let me give my kids some chores to do because now I'm no longer the person doing all the housework. They have to learn those skills. What better way to learn in their own safe space, in the abundance of their own safe space. You know, I pay somebody to wash my clothes. Next up, I'm going to pay somebody to do meal prepping prepping for me and my children. I pay to get my hair done. I pay to get my nails. And there's just things that I'm not willing to learn how to do. And so with that being said, it's like I'm realizing there's a person that they're going through so much. They've had so much turmoil and so much strife in their life. And I'm just always I'm logical in a sense to where I'm like, you know what? At what point did you realize "Mm, I don't want my life to be like this anymore? And then at some point you have to realize I want to do things differently. And why doing something different may seem scary. It may seem drastic. I'm going to have to pull myself, I myself who's speaking on this podcast right now, I'm going to have to pull myself away from that situation and be like, that's the type of stuff you watch from a distance because I don't want to be a part of it. I don't want to enable it either to where it's a continuous cycle And I feel like that was the biggest takeaway for me when I was with my children's father. And I realized like year after year, and it was always around the same time of the year where we would get caught up in this cycle of things going really, really bad. And then they'll be good for one month or seemingly the manipulation of it's manipulating the situation to make it seem like it was going good. And then it would be right back bad. And so it's like, okay. I started to recognize the cycle. I started to document those cycles. I started to ask myself the hard questions because that's what it comes down to. A lot of times we don't like to ask ourselves the hard questions. And one of the hard questions would be, at what point did I know I effed up? Right? And it's not so you can dwell on it, but it's so that you can recognize where you messed up at. Let Let the mess up be the lesson. Okay, so yeah, at some point I knew I messed up essentially saying yes to getting married after I had said no a couple of times. Now I have these two children and I got to be everything to them. I got to be everything to them. I got to teach them everything. I got to give them everything. And I have to be, you know, well within myself mentally, emotionally, physically. You know, I work out. I keep up with myself. I go to my doctor's appointments. I take well, I well take care. I take care of myself really well. So 
at the end of the day, I do all of that, not just because of my own will, but because I have to be well for my children. And so essentially, you know, I just want people to get to a place where they realize what is it that you want for yourself, right? If nothing was an issue, what is it you want for yourself? And then you, 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 you imagine it, you see it. Like for me, I wanted to be a professor so badly. And then I got to this place. Now I'm a professor. I just recently, I had to do a couple of interviews because I had to hire a part-time and I had to hire somebody. And then I'm sitting in interviews for my department because we're hiring a full-time. So I have to sit in on what's called a committee interview where it's me and the other full-time professor sitting in. And I'm like, wow, to be the person who's always been interviewed, interviewed, interviewed. Now I'm the person doing the interviews is such a shift for me. And it's such a learning experience and it's such a humbling experience because it's like, dog, I just really want to pick the right person. And everybody seems to be such a like such a good candidate. And I just want to do right by this. I don't want to mess this up. And so in knowing that it's like, yeah, you can have the ease of the things that you want. You can have the ease of the things that you have never even imagined. And what if there is an easier life on another side, in another country, in another, on another island, somewhere else? What if, right? Because if many of us sit down and make a pros and cons list of the situation that we're in currently, and if the pros outweigh the cons, then we're in a good headspace. But if the cons start to outweigh them pros, it, what are we going to do to change that? And that's what happened for me back in the day, like a couple years ago. I started making lists and they and they used to say, once you start making lists, you know, it's time to get about that situation. Because I was really looking and searching and trying to figure out a way, like, should I stay? Should I not stay? And when in figuring that out, it was already terrible. It was already bad. I was already being subject to physical abuse, emotional abuse, financial abuse, social abuse. I was already being subject to all of these things. So it was like, what was the purpose in staying? And I remember one time, you know, a conversation with the children's dad before um, the restraining order was put in place and him telling me, you know, I was doing something special for my mom. And um, he was like, I hope that's not money from the marriage that you're taking. And I was like, what money has the marriage given me? Because last time I checked, all the money that's entangled in this marriage belongs to me. And, you know, him trying to convince me to stay and me being like, at what point do you realize, well, me telling him, I was like, what has this marriage benefited me? Because I have a list of things, and it was a list of, of 30 things, to be exact, of what this marriage has benefited him. And there was nothing that this marriage had benefited me other than those two children. Because at some point, that's the point of where contention happened, of where I plan to break generational curses is through my children. It is through the environment that's around them. It is through the family members that I currently am in contact with who decide to still deal with me even after I set boundaries in place. It is changing the mindset of those who interact with me because you can no longer or I will no longer allow you to interact with me in the way that you used to because I am changing. I am evolving. I am growing. And if I am growing, I anticipate that you want to grow too. And if you don't want to grow, then you got to go. And that's it. And so don't feel bad for choosing yourself. Figure out how you want to make a change in life. And just know things that you want, you can have. 
there is an easy side to life. You don't have to be rich to have an easy side to life. You don't. You just have to want it bad enough. You just have to want to change. You just have to want, essentially, the help. And we can't pick and choose our help because at the end of the day, you never know who's going to come into your life to help you. And you, yeah, it's a, with discernment, you will know who's genuine and who's not. That's the T. Anywho, if something was said that encouraged you, I ask that you share this with at least one person. Remember, you can tune into Black Girl Say Something every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday at 1 p.m.